Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. Today I talk with Mitch Shepard of Humbly Made, a lifestyle clothing brand based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. We talk about growing up in Ohio, the challenges of running your own business, working with other artists for Humbly Made's designer series, and more, all right after this. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 10,000 classes in design, photo, and more. Everyone can take a class, try a project, and even teach a class themselves. Premium membership begins at just $8 a month for unlimited access to learning. Plus, you can earn money by teaching on Skillshare, which means students have access to the most relevant, up-to-date creative skills. Students learn everything from design, to business, to photography, film, craft, culinary, music, writing, technology, and more from the world's best teachers. You can learn at your own pace and on the go with their free mobile apps on both Apple and Android devices. For busy people like you and me, Skillshare classes are designed to be bite-sized with short video lessons to fit your schedule. For example, I just wrapped up Draplin's lesson on making a family crest and have a lesson from DKNG queued up and ready to go. You can learn at your own pace and on the go with their free mobile apps on both Apple and Android devices. Plus, for a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CREATIVESOUTH. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. Are you ready to explore your creativity and meet a ton of new friends while you're doing it? Then head over to CREATIVESOUTH.com right now and get your Creative South tickets. Join us April 6th through 9th in Columbus, Georgia for Creative South, where you come as friends and leave as family. If you like to podcast and want to help support us, head over to patreon.com slash creative south. Every dollar helps us cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. Plus, when you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts, and you could even get your own podcast episode. So please, help support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. So let's start off kind of how I start off with everybody. Where did you grow up? Uh, so yeah, so I grew up in uh, a little town in Ohio right outside of Columbus uh, and and moved down here about six years ago and currently in, in the Raleigh. Yay, Midwest. Yeah, right? Exactly. Midwest is the best. Um, yeah, had a, great, had a great childhood there. Grew up in uh, a little small farm town kind of thing. Uh, you know, graduated with 160 plus students in my high school. So, uh, definitely, oh, that's not bad. definitely that's a small town small. feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you were, you know, when you were going through elementary and art school or not art school, high school and all, were you into art? Uh, you know, I, I don't have the same answer that I feel like a lot of people do. I, I really didn't, um, I really didn't hit, uh, you know, an interest in art until probably, my junior senior year of, uh, of high school, uh, and mm-hmm. at that point, it was even more so of um, an interest in, in multimedia, maybe some editing and, and video and things like that. So we had this this class in, in uh, high school uh, because we were in a small school. There wasn't a lot of those. I mean, we obviously had art art class and stuff like that, but um, nothing compared to what some high schools have these days with you know these these very concentrated programs. But um, we had a multimedia class and it was more geared towards video and that kind of got me started in the creative world, I guess, uh, and a little later, uh, in high school. But 
that kind of spun out of control and, and, and ended up, uh, you know, going to art school and, and design. And I had some buddies, um, mm. who were doing graphic design. And, and, uh, at the time I was like, you know, that, that looks fun. Um, I consider myself a creative person. Let me, let me figure this out. Uh, and so I went to, uh, school, uh, in Akron, Ohio, um, go zips. Uh, so, which is pretty much in, <laughs> in, in the shadow of Cleveland. So I went to art school there. What what school was that? Uh, University of Akron. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the only school I knew was there. So yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. I mean, you know, there's some there's some you know Cleveland uh, art schools and whatnot, but uh, yeah, just just that. Gotcha. And so when you went to, you know, when you went to college, were you studying multimedia design and stuff like that, or were you just that, doing kind of general bouncing around, figuring your way through uh, life. Yeah. So uh, my college track was was an interesting one. Um, I always like to joke that you know anyone who's getting ready to go into school, uh, if they're if they're undecided if they want to go to private schools, small schools, or big universities, I'm the guy to talk to because I I, uh, I I had a experience with all three. Um, but I finally landed uh, at Akron and. Uh, I pretty much went right to graphic design. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the previous year, uh, my first year, I, I enrolled, uh, obviously did gen eds and, and did some, uh, started to do some multimedia track, but quickly at a higher level in college, a higher le- level of learning, decided that wasn't exactly what I wanted. It was just sure. the high school class just spawned this creativity in me that I didn't know was really there. So mm-hmm. I quickly did find graphic design uh, uh, in college. Specifically, yep. So, you know, going through school and doing the graphic design stuff, was there anything you concentrated in or Uh, are you just trying to be as well-rounded and get through as quick as possible? Yeah, pretty much uh, the latter. Uh, It was, um, it was, (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I wish, uh, you know, we would have had, the program I went to was a decent, a decent program, a decent school, but it was a very, um, general graphic design course i mean they had some illustration sure. stuff and, and and uh you know tracks and stuff but you know you took your type classes you took your your you know corporate identity classes where you learn how to do some logo work um mm. and so it kind of touched on all the bases pretty much like most colleges uh, i guess they, they kind of give you a general view and then it's up to you when you get out in the world to figure it out uh <laughs> enough of a foundation to push you out the door pretty much yeah just a smack on the ass and uh, go get them tiger um <laughs> so yeah after after college i i realized um that or at least in my head right like as of recent i've started to meet a lot of people who have found ways to create jobs or make money, um, not being a web designer. But at the time, um, I was under the impression that if you wanted to do graphic design and make a living and a good one, that you had to be a web designer. So I went to that track very quickly after college, um, and got myself up to speed on some of that stuff. So, sure. uh, that's where I went after school. Yeah. So, so your first job was kind of working the web design route, trying to figure that out. Yep. Um, so, you know, how long did it take you to figure out that wasn't necessarily uh, where your passion lied? Yeah, so uh, getting out of, out of college, um, you know, like everybody, they need that first big job or that first, you know, foot in the door. So uh, I, I graduated and I, I love Ohio and, and I'm not from Akron. I just went up there for school. So sure. for me, I decided I had two paths, either go home and live with the folks um, or stay in an area that 
I wasn't, it wasn't my home, right? Like I wasn't from there. So I decided to, to do neither and move all the way down here to North Carolina. So um, I did that and got my foot in the door a couple places, worked my way up and finally landed a, a big gig at um, a local agency here doing web design. And uh, I was there for about three and a half years, almost four years, and uh, I just got burnt. I got burnt out. Um, yeah. What started as a very motivational uh, career path, unfortunately, quickly turned into a soul-sucking, uh, you know, day-to-day routine, and it was time for change. So, sure. Um, so, so to kind of back up a little bit, what was it about North Carolina that? I mean, was it a job that brought you down here or a girl that brought you down there or just, you know, neither. Yeah. I spinning around and pointing somewhere on the map. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't really just throw a dart. Um, but the, the only thing that really did bring me down here is, uh, I had a really good friend, uh, who's still a great friend. Uh, he's like a brother, um, who had lived down here and his mom before he went to school or when he was in college rather had moved down here. So during college, we'd come down to North Carolina, uh, during mm-hmm. some summers and kind of visit his mom. Um, and so I was slightly familiar with North Carolina, having had a few trips down here. And I needed a place to go. I wanted change. I was young. And I said, why the hell not? And I joined my buddy down here and, and been ever been here ever since and uh, never regretted the move because it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. So. Never regretted it except for when the job got soul sucking and then well, it wasn't regretting well, the move. I, it was just regretting the job. Right. In ter- in terms of in terms of career paths, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> it was a great experience, you know, don't get me wrong, like uh, I'm very fortunate with the folks I got to work with at the agency. Um I learned a lot and and, and all that. Uh so I I wouldn't say I would not if I could go back, I wouldn't say I wouldn't have taken the job. Um but it was definitely time for change and and so sure that that's what I did. I left, uh, and decided I could try this on my own. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, when you made the decision to go on your own, did you have, you know, cause, cause you've got humbly made brand now. Um, right. Did you just, you know, start off in that direction or was it more of a, I'm just going to do freelance and figure out what's going to come next. Right. So my, because of my my mental stability at that at the end of of the agency world um, <laughs> or, la- or lack thereof <laughs> or lack thereof right uh i really just i didn't want to do any web design I, I i i felt like i had hit a brick wall with it i felt mm-hmm. that um you know by no means do i consider myself a master right like it's not like i've reached that but it was just that I felt like there was nothing else I could learn. Um, I wasn't doing development and things like that. It was mostly focusing on, you know, front end stuff, uh, user experience and all that. So I just kind of felt like I needed change. And, uh, so I didn't want to do any of that when I first left and, um, I wanted something new and I wanted to learn a new skill. Um, and that new skill came in the form of screen printing, which, uh, so I went from a very technological, uh, you know, track as far as web design goes to a very, old and like archaic process that's been around for <laughs> forever. Right. Um, so I learned that and that was super refreshing. Um, and then I decided, okay, well I don't have a job. Um, I didn't have a plan, uh, when I left and what else do I do? Uh, I take, I pair my, my knowledge of design with my now newfound knowledge of screen printing 
and mm-hmm. that kind of puts you on a track to create t-shirts or posters and things like that. So, um, it kind of grew out of a necessity for, for a job and for income and, uh, quickly grew into a very, uh, heavy passion to figure out this apparel, uh, track. So. Gotcha. So how did you get to, you know, kind of learning the screen printing stuff? Cause it's not like there's a ton of classes and Hey, go and learn how to Right. And print and do serographs and right. things like that. I mean, I, you know, there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of processes with printing that I still have to learn. Um, but I do feel that I definitely have the screen printing process uh, locked in. But, um, you know, to answer your question, I, I apprenticed with a local place here in Raleigh. Uh, you know, took my bumps. You know, I went from a, a good paying job um, to a, you know, very low meager salary um (laughs) scraping by yeah but i was okay with that for a short period of time to learn a new skill so i apprenticed at the shop uh for just under a year um pretty much ended up running the shop and Mm. uh the 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 partner that i was uh with at the time had lost a lot of passion and it, it became a lot uh just me doing all the work. So I decided to leave that studio. And, uh, luckily I had met Lenny Terenzi, which anybody in this, uh, circles, uh, from creative South know Lenny. Um, he's amazing. And so what happened is he invited me into his studio, which, uh, I couldn't be more thankful for. So now every day I get to go, um, hang out with Lenny in his amazing studio in Durham and, uh, create the stuff you see now. Um, and, and so that's been a, a wonderful blessing to have. Gotcha. So at, at what point did humbly made come about? I mean, was it like you decided this is what I'm going to call it right away. And then, cause uh. I, I mean, definitely you've kind of, at least the online presence, you've evolved into this very, almost a fashion brand sort of thing. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on that opinion. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's a lot of apparel pieces, a lot of, you know, and really cool stuff. So so, oh, so when did that part of it come about? When did it merge into that? Right, right. So, yeah, so I had been at the screen printing place uh, for, sure. like I said, a little less than a year. Um, you know, so now I feel like I'm a two-headed dragon, right? Like I have, I have two skills and they can come together to create a product, uh, which – a lot of people want to do, but very little people have, uh, the means or the, you know, resources to do. So, um, probably about a year, uh, a little over a year from when I had left the agency world, did my, my time, I guess my, my mm-hmm. jail time, uh, in this apprenticeship, uh, pretty much a year and a half after I left, I'd started, uh, humbly made, um, as far as the name goes, you know, naming is extremely difficult. Uh, uh-huh. I feel like sometimes the, the best names, uh, are, you know, just the ones that are just so random or, or whatever. But I, 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 I slaved over names for a long time. I wrote lists and went through, you know, thesauruses trying to find up, you know, the whole, the whole shebang, right? You're looking up these crazy words that people might not know that sound cool or whatever. Um, you know, at the end, and at the end of the day, I, I looked at myself and who I am and what kind of person I am. And really with a means that I'm trying to do this with, and, and it's not a lot. Uh, I don't have funding. I don't, you know, 
I don't think it looks that good, but um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> not to say that, but I don't have those things. So it is just humble. It is me, and it's just me. You're trying. supposed to sell yourself here, Mitch. Right. It looks great. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just me trying to put something out in the world, and, and uh, you know, so humility and 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 humble kind of guy that I am, that just came to mind, and it just kind of stuck and. Uh, it just evolved into it. Uh, there's no huge story. It's just based on who, the type of person I am. So, Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, because you could have gone the path of leaving there of not starting a product. Sure. What What was the drive with the product? Yeah, so like I, like I said, uh, you know, with, with the web design and being burnt out, um, you know, I could have left. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I've definitely had freelance um, you know, since then, and I'm happy to help. I know I've seen, I've seen you post it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is nice to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, you know, and I, I've done some web projects for some people and I have some friends in the industry and, you know, I've definitely worked with folks and, and you know, I'm happy to do that stuff now. I, I feel like I'm just getting to the point where I'm more open to doing some more web stuff again, but, sure. um, I just, you know, with the product thing, it was something I'd never done. I'd never had experience with, I'd never been able to, uh, experience it. So I said, why not, you know, give it, it's a change of pace and I still want to utilize my skills as a designer. Right. So like mm-hmm. what else is there to do besides web design? Well, there's a hell of a lot. And so I decided to pick, uh, apparel and, um, it's a very tough game to play. Uh, it's a very mm-hmm. competitive game to play, but, um, man, is it fun. And, uh, so, <laughs> You know, I, I've I've been dedicated to try to show up every day and do it, and I, I think it's uh, hopefully showing through and and can continue to to go forward. Gotcha. So, at what point in this progress process does the artist series um, that you're doing come about? Yeah. So that uh, has been so with Creative South. This is Creative South podcast, so I gotta you know gotta <laughs> give it some love. Um, going to Creative South. Uh, was a game changer for me. Um, sure. And it introduced me to another world of, of folks and, and, and networks and people. Um, and so I started this project, obviously, at the beginning of the year before Creative South, but um, it was a way to pull in that kind of a network and, and, and create more of a or start to create some kind of a community. And, you know, obviously, if you look at the site now, um, I started off just making local teas. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm in Raleigh, you know, let's try that for a minute. There wasn't much of a business plan or, a, you know, a, a mapped out attack of, of what exactly this thing's going to be. So I started an Etsy shop early on just to see, um, use, you know, printing services like Printful, um, mm-hmm. some of those one-off sites to see if I can't, you know, make some goods locally and see if anybody buys them. Um, sure. So I did that for about a year or so, and it's going. It, it went well, and it's still going pretty well. But the artist series came in and was kind of a way for me to get help uh, and, and and make connections with new people and start mm-hmm. to to shift and pivot from just local T-shirts. So right now I'm kind of in that middle ground of: Do I continue doing local? Do I get rid of local completely? Or do I bridge the gap between the two? And um, having this designer series has been uh, an amazing response. 
uh, for, from even the local network that I've built, and uh, it's something I want to continue doing next year and following years uh, if I can. So, um, you know, that started up this year. I just had the crazy idea to go for it, and I think <laughs> uh, so. Doc uh, was the first one to do the to do the shirt in January, and, and that's um, Doc Reed, right? Yes, yeah, sorry, Doc Reed, amazing guy. Which I've never met yet, and I will at uh, Weapons of Mass Creation this year, which I'm very excited about. Oh, that's right. I need to pester him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. He's gonna be my roomie, so that'll be cool. Um, <laughs> uh, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, never met him. Hope he's cool. No, he's totally cool. Um, so he's, he's only he's only a part time ex murderer. So you're fine. right. Totally fine. Yeah. Don't kill me in my sleep, Doc. Please. Um, <laughs> but so he he did me a solid. So you know, I guess to not ramble and to back up a little bit December of, of last year, like literally after Christmas, I had the idea to do a designer series. Mm-hmm. Um, and needless to say, finding 12 people, one person each month at the end of December, was a little challenging to launch with 12 people, right? There's no <laughs> time. Um, sure. So slowly I built the team. Doc was the first person to jump on board. He referred uh, uh, a few people to me as well. When I went to Creative South, um, I started meeting more people. I was chatting with them before Creative South uh, to try to bridge that gap and make, you know uh, be able to chat with them there and carry that conversation over there. And then slowly, I was just able to kind of build you know a team of, of twelve people to help me. And uh, so mm-hmm. it's been great. So you know, with the artists that you have worked with, was there something in particular about each of them that just kind of struck your fancy? Was it a you know, a personality thing or was it a, their, their style thing? Yeah. Or? So, so, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a combination of all that. I mean, I, um, you know, I wanted to, to, to work with folks that I knew, um, or no knew of and, and really liked their work and sure. liked the, at least the persona that they gave off their personality online. Um, and I also wanted to pull in close friends that are here locally. So in March, I had a really good buddy, uh, Ryan Kuthriel, who's an amazing, mm-hmm. very underrated designer. You guys should totally check him out. I think his website's ryantimes5.com. Uh, but so I pulled in some some friends and, and, and all that, and then it just kind of snowballed um, uh, a lot from the Creative South family. And uh, so – it just kind of organically built itself in a way, which was uh, very surprising. Because I, I honestly, I was like, no one's going to want to mess with this. They're busy. What, you know, what it, what value does it bring to them? So um, it was a pleasant surprise for all of them to join. So I, I really appreciate everybody. Uh, so, so what has your pitch process been when you're uh, when you're talking to these artists? To uh, honestly, other than hey, you want to make a T-shirt? Right, right. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, everyone gets uh, you know gets profit sharing of, of the shirt sales and all that. Um, but really a lot of them, uh, I think we're just more than willing to help. It sounded fun. Um, and we're willing to donate their time. So it wasn't really like a hard sales pitch or like this, this long drawn out thing that I just, you know, hounded these people to get on board. It was just like very casual conversations. Hey, do you, do you want to do this thing? This is what I'm trying to do. This is the project. And, uh, uh, most Pretty much everybody was like, that sounds awesome. Put me down for this month. Um, so that was was good. Gotcha. And so you mentioned you want to keep it going. Do you, I mean, is there plans to expand it past just one per month? Or is it, 
you know, some tr- are you trying to stick with that just because, you know, logistics? Yeah. So uh, logistically, it, it, it has been um, a lot of work. And, you know, because all this stuff is being printed in house, we're not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm printing these, the, uh, all these shirts. Um, so to answer that, it's, it's up in the air right now. I, I definitely know that I want to keep it going. Um, it's been amazing to connect with all these folks and, and have little pockets of time to meet them and learn about them each month. You know, I sit down with them before we launch t-shirts and, um, uh, try to learn about them a little bit, you know, chat with them and, and, and create a, a friendship out of it. So I'd like to be able to do that logistically to offer more, um, availability, right? Three, four designers a month or whatever it may be. Sure. Um, and I may consider that, uh, but for now I, I can only definitively say I want to do it again. So if anyone's interested that's listening to this, definitely reach out and let me know because, um, I would like to proactively start filling spots for next year as well if you're interested to do it. So, Well, you're talking to someone who is, so that's a – you got one down. All right, one down, <laughs> 11 to go, Woo-hoo! 11 to go. 11 maybe, to go. Maybe 24 to go. We'll see. I, I've, had, uh, I've had that question before, and I've had some interest from other folks. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of work, man. I, the, the one thing I will say, which I think is really cool – um, you know, cause obviously you print your design, you also have to print the sure. tag and you also, I'm also printing, um, their logo, uh, on the bottom of each shirt, uh, and like a little badge that, w- that we made. Um, so it's a lot of work to screen print. Um, the only, I would probably consider not doing that badge and maybe just making a, a custom tag for each one. So there's only <laughs> two locations to print, but um, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's a little. It would be a little easier for me uh, just to get stuff out the door. But um, well, and also I've seen where you put the badge. Um, it'll avoid a lot of awkward stares of people trying to figure things out and looking like they're almost staring at someone's crotch. So <laughs> that's true. That might that that might not be a bad idea. That's true too. That's true too. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good feedback. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw. Where was I? It was here locally, but I can't remember where I was. It was somebody that has been to Creative South. Maybe been Scotty Fuller was wearing. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he was wearing his shirt. Yeah, actually. And I saw a bunch of people just kind of talking to him and just like slowly looking down. <laughs> I was just kind of cracking up. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to show love to all these people, so you know, I no, I mean, I th- I think it's awesome. Yeah, just, no, 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 totally. <laughs> it's always funny to see things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be different in the fact that you know. All these guys could throw these tees if they wanted to on Cotton Bureau or, you know, those guys are great. And, and, and there's a lot of sites that you could do this this stuff through. So I try to make it a little more niche, a little more selective in, in the fact that it's just one person every month. So it's fun for other people to follow that aren't sure. involved in the project, I think, because it's like, oh, who's coming up or what's it going to look like? Um, but I wanted to use their logos on the shirts and... I think that sets it apart a little bit. That's a, that's a, if I know if I was a designer and someone said, Hey, do you want to give me a shirt uh, or do a shirt for me? And I'll put your logo on it. I'm like, that's really cool. Like that's a cool little touch, right. Mm -hmm. And an opportunity for me to put my logo out there. So that's why we did it. But yes, no, I I agree from a designer (laughs) point of view. Sure. 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 From the getting my start in production point of view. I (laughs) right. Just one more thing. Yeah. I'm looking at it that way going, well, he's only got two imprints if he does it that way. Right, and if right, he does right. it the other way, he's got three imprints. And <laughs> right, exactly. I, I made the, so, I made the uh, not mistake, but 
very ambitious, ambitiously to do that uh, extra tag print um, as well as let people uh, have up to, I think, I think I said four or five colors designs, um, mm. which is fine. Again, a lot of work, but you know, that's, I'm, I'm breaking my back to make it happen and I'm happy to do that because they're breaking theirs to make these designs. So um, if it enhances the design, I'm happier, you know, to do that extra work. Luckily, no. The only one person's taken that advantage and, and did a three color, um, but it's there. So, <laughs> was that Dina? No, no, my buddy Ryan and uh, March. Did he? Yeah, he did a three color. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the website up for some reason. I remember. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, well, Dina, I think Dina's was a hers was a two color, but I think it was okay. relatively um, detailed, so it probably looked like a, a you know that that might be what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so um, you've done that. And I, I laugh that you say that doc was the uh, first one that you reached out to considering you share space with Lenny. Well, at the time, um, I think I had just, uh, chatted with Lenny about coming into the studio. Um, oh, okay. And so it was, it was kind of, uh, I, I, right at- I had been there, but it was pretty much right at the time I was coming in to do it. And, um, I'm trying to recall if I had asked him. I mean, obviously I had Lenny, uh, do one as well. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to vividly remember. Maybe he just wasn't <laughs> available, uh, on January. We'll, um, hey, we'll blame it on Lenny. Yeah. It, Everybody when, knows what a jerk that Lenny Terenzi is. When in doubt, blame Lenny. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people, when I, I would ask them like in January, I did my due diligence and I was just blasting emails trying to like scramble to find people um i think he might have been one who was like hey just put me down in like may or you know because i know like mike jones is gonna do a month um and he was Mm -hmm. like yeah i'd love to do it however can you schedule me later in the year because i'm super busy so uh that's probably what happened with lenny as well hey i i completely understand that scheduling thing Mm because i scramble on a um, weekly and monthly basis right trying to find people to come on the podcast right right and send out like, you know, 20 emails and, you know, being that we're all designers and artistic types, not all of us are great at um, getting back in a timely manner. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I may be guilty of that a few times myself, too. So, yeah. I mean, life, life gets hard, right? You got an inbox full of stuff and you haven't, you haven't uh, replied for like two or three weeks to somebody. It's, uh, it can get, it can get crazy. And then there's those days where you just want to actively avoid anything that's on a computer to begin with. So, oh yeah, yeah, your eyeballs are bugging <laughs> out of your head, and uh, you're, you're you can't stare at another screen. Uh, I get that. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, you, you mentioned Mike Jones is coming up. Are, are there any uh, other artists that you want to? Um, yeah, definitely. So Mike let, let out a that whatever that term would be. <laughs> Yeah, so Mike's or Mike's not until November. Um, we just did uh, Andrew Hawkrattle was last month, uh, and this month is Nathan. Thank Yip. you for saying his last name because I've been trying to figure out how to pronounce it properly. Well, I apologize, if or I'm, at least close. Yeah, I apologize if I butchered it. Uh, I think that's how I say it, so I, I don't know. But um, we're just gonna go with that. Sorry, Andrew, if we messed that up. But uh, so this month is Nathan Yoder, uh, which I was. Uh, more than happy to have on he's amazing he does amazing work uh everyone should come to my site humblymade.com and check him out um <laughs> but well, I, you know each month i do a q a with everybody i try to post their work 
Um, so you can kind of read about him and all that and then, uh, you know, kind of spotlight him. But he's amazing. And we just chatted today about it. And I've seen his design and we've been going back and forth about it. And uh, so I'm pretty excited to, to release it. But, um, you know, we also have uh, Tim Frame uh, coming in. Oh, awesome. He'll be, he'll be the last one, right? Uh, he's going to be in December. Uh, Bob mm-hmm. Ewing's going to be in October. We had Scott Fuller on in June. Um, uh, you know, Brittany Barnhart, Dina Rodriguez. So we've had some amazing folks, and I'm trying to, to, to find ways to get more views of these people because they have amazing work and people should see this project going on. So, um, thank you for having me on. So, so maybe people will learn. You're welcome. I I completely agree. I think more people need to see it and uh, pick some of the stuff up because it, you know, cotton bureau has their designer series thing that they've got going on. Sure. Which is cool, but it doesn't have the same feel. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, it may also be because I know you, but it's, you know, they, they have an awesome thing going on, right? Um, Cotton Bureau is amazing, yeah. and uh, they provide an awesome service for designers, and you can put your T-shirts up, and it's great. Um, you know, and that's partly the reason why I chose to kind of be, I guess, more niche, because I'm not trying to start a Cotton Bureau site. Um, sure. I'm trying to, you know, build a lifestyle brand, but... I am a creative and I'm starting to, to network and, and learn of more people who are interested in doing this. So uh, business wise, things have started to kind of pivot obviously from local uh, to more designerly tees and, and mm-hmm. whatnot, but that's why I've made it a little more niche and, and logistically. And because of that reason, I've only decided to do one per, per month, but um, yeah, no knock on cotton bureau whatsoever. I honestly, I've been considering <laughs> throwing some stuff on cotton bureau just to see, uh, how it does and test it out or, um, you know, maybe pull in a different network to go, ooh, you know, what's this thing? So, Sure. Um, well, that definitely makes sense. We all have so, our place in the universe, I suppose, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned the business side of things. What, you know, is this something that you've considered, like, trying to license out um, with some of your, not necessarily designer series, but, you know, with some of your other items that are on the site, have you looked at expanding that and, trying to license it out to retailers or yeah, sure. get it in front of them? Sure. So, uh, you know, I've, I've gone, you know, you do the whole market thing and, and you go to these, these shows and events. Um, and I do work with some local shops here in Raleigh uh, who carry some of the stuff. Um, but, you know, it's a slow build and, and that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it took me a year uh, or over, probably a little over a year to kind of finally swallow the fact that while I can do quite a few things on my, on my own, I do need um, uh, help to grow, you know, I have all these ideas and, you know, some of it's a, a, a cash flow, you know, problem. I want to put out some leather goods or some hats or this or that, but then it's, you know, logistically it's, it's expensive cause I can't make those items. So, sure. uh, um, I, I definitely have aspirations to expand and, and make more items as well, but it's all in due time. I, I personally think you need to just get a cattle farm, Sure. And go completely from the ground up and right. then, you know, humbly made beef, right. Be- leather goods, <laughs> um, whatever else you get out of cows. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we could, yeah, I could go worldwide with uh, humbly made beef packaging. Um, exactly. Uh, found- so you design your own packaging, you know, you've got the grass fed line, right. the corn fed line. The I'm writing the all veal. this down. I'm writing all this down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on, on humbly made farms. 
Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, so yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> any, any, anything, anything to uh, uh, be creative, I guess. If you go with that, next time I see you, your beard's gonna be like down to your knees. You're gonna have twigs in your hair and just start oh, yeah. muttering Mountain yourself. Man. Yeah, <laughs> collecting your pee in jars around the house. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm all about that. No, not really. <laughs> I'll stick. I'll stick to the. I'll stick to the t-shirts and the apparel uh, for now. Yeah, I don't think that would go over well uh, around the house if you started just uh, collecting jars of your own pee. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I get some weird stares for sure. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the neighbors at a certain point would enjoy it either. No, definitely not. And I'm never. My grandpa did run a farm though, so I do have some farm background, I guess. But I myself I don't, see. don't have the knowledge to run a farm, so. <laughs> nor do you want to right nor do i want to right. i want to i want to i want to keep riding with these uh you know uh, th- this group so we'll, we'll keep doing that sure so how, you know with the designer series and with you know trying to think you know more forward in the business where do you where do you see things going aside from the you know stuff that you're trying to get funding for right right um what's your vision yeah, the vision. Um, you know, right now, like you know, kind of the 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 goal is obviously to grow into you know a lifestyle brand and 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 take my chances with that and, and see if I can grow that. Um, but you know, playing off the name, you know, putting more positivity out into the world. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a crazy world right now, and and things are are, are uh, hard for everybody. There's there's crazy tragic things happening in the world and i think in my little small pocket of the world i want to put out uh as much um positivity creativity and and inspirational type of stuff Uh, and kind of you know i'm not the only person but be the person that says hey i'm doing this thing you can do it right and Mm -hmm. so i have a lot of stuff and a lot of things i want to grow and and change on the site and start to engage people more um you know and, and kind of unveil how you make a product and push it to market and, and all those things. So, you know, my efforts next year, you know, I'm hoping to be able to pull in more video work, you know, in the studios and showing people how to do stuff um, and things like that. So that's kind of a, a short term goal <clears throat> uh, for next year. Um, you know, long term goal, take over the world. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like you need to be doing your best pinky in the brain impression now that you said that. Right, exactly. No, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I, uh, those long-term goals are good and everything. But, uh, you know, honestly, right now it's been kind of flying by the seat of my pants and making decisions, um, you know, based on what's in front of me. You know, obviously with the goal in mind to create a, a quality brand, put a quality product out, um, and build a community of designers around it uh, in some fashion. So, I actually, even as as of as of latest t- today, um, was kind of tinker around with ideas of how to how to grow and future mm-hmm. projects and things like that. And the designer series is one one piece that I'd like to continue um, on with. But uh, this for anyone who's listening, whatever this is this is a very new idea. But um, I'm considering kind of flipping that on its head and, and, and using kind of that similar model, but almost having a full-time contributor, uh, a team of contributors. So uh, instead of one person a month having uh, potentially 
10, 12, 15 people who are like on the team per se, uh, uh-huh. that instead of throwing this, this design out into the world and then it dies being a contributor and it being a full-time shirt, uh, you know, something that is on the site, you know, the whole year. Um, and so, so instead of like with the designer series being limited edition, you get, you know, you do an, I guess we should back up and explain how the designer series works and this can make, cause I, I see where you're going. Sure. So with, with the designer series, you open up sales. It's got to reach a certain number before it'll go to print. Right. And then you have a window of time in which people can order that. Sure. And when it gets to that window of time, it caps the number at that amount. Right, right. So every month from the 1st to the 18th uh, is a new designer. And then mm-hmm. that new design is launched on the 1st. It ends the 18th. Uh, mm-hmm. And after the 18th, it gets fulfilled. And I do my very best to get it to you roughly around the first week of the next month um, as best as possible. So I try to get the turnaround time pretty quick because you've already waited Depending on how quickly it. the shirt manufacturers get you the shirt. And- right, exactly. So <laughs> um, so that's pretty much a gist. I mean, it's not you know groundbreaking idea, but um, it's definitely, again, niche and, and, and fun to follow. So that's basically how it works. And then once the shirts go to print, everyone gets them fulfilled. Uh, I've, every designer each month, I've always said, you know, if you guys want to put in stickers or if you want to you know, put something in with, with the product, you know, let me know and we'll, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. Um, sure. And then once everything's fulfilled, we move on to, to the next person. Um, each t-shirt is, um, or each designer rather, uh, there's, there's blog posts of, of them, Q and a with them, uh, showcasing mm-hmm. some of their work, uh, links to their stuff as well. And then, uh, there's also a wrap up post each month, which I need to get on Scott's uh, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, Scott, um, there's a wrap up post and in that wrap up post, it's basically showing to some extent unveiling, you know, how it's being made. So it's showing it being made in the studio. Um, so, you know, if you're wearing the shirt, you're looking at this thing, it's like, that's pretty cool connection, right? Like I'm seeing the guy make the shirt and I'm wearing it. That's fun. It didn't just come from China somewhere. Um, so there's that as well. So, okay. So with this, this new thing that you're considering, it would, be similar, but they would be open editions and yes. open-ended essentially. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I just, hey, you know, you and I, I'm spitballing. What do you think? Um, I think it's a good idea. It, it's a, it's a way it, it just hit me today. I had a really good meeting with, with a, uh, I guess I could say advisor or business coach and, and it, this isn't what we talked about at all, but it just kind of spawned this idea out of me and I could keep the designer series going um, but then also have, you know, maybe I invite all these people who, who helped this, this, this year and say, Hey, mm. uh, throughout the year, next year, if you want to put out a shirt and it kind of follows in line with, uh, you know, the goals here and the, 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 the mantra of the company, I guess, um, if you want to consider putting it under our, under the brand, it could be a full-time shirt. You could be a full-time contributor. And now I'm not asking people to be a full-time designer, you know, but right. so. your shirt could be a full time shirt. Um, you know, if we do some processes, but there's a lot of things that you know logistically got to figure that out and how stuff gets approved and all. But it it, it kind of creates a little bit of a community and um, it could be a different approach, I suppose. So, no, I, I like that idea because th- there's a bunch of different ways that you can take that. 
where, you know, from a business side, there could be different pricing tiers sure. where an open edition shirt is going to cost less. A limited edition shirt is going to cost more. Right. Um, and then it's, you could almost have, you know, the limited edition ones kind of be a, <laughs> a minor league to try out for people that you want to work with on a more continuous basis and things like that. Sure. Um, yeah. where you're, where you're testing out personality. Yeah. Um, just, just, you know, just, just, a, just again, this was just today, like I literally like an hour ago, I was yeah. like, Hey, that would be cool. So, uh, it may not happen, so but this is breaking news. Of course, by the time people right. get this, it will, uh, not be quite as breaking, but right. <laughs> exactly. In a month from now or so. Right. Whatever happened to that idea you had? I don't know. I, was... yeah, I scrapped it. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was taken away from the people who were doing it. Um, right. Well, there was this person who, oh, yeah, we did something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 17 different directions. Right. Yeah. And I did what? <laughs> right. Well, that's so, I mean, honestly, that's, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I was talking to Nathan today about his, his upcoming shirt. And uh, he was telling me how he was going to kind of pivot some things uh, with his, his studio and kind of start refocusing on what made more sense to him personally. Um, sure. instead of, you know, kind of going on this path with his work that didn't really reflect who he was as much. And, uh, so we were kind of talking about that and, uh, you know, it was interesting cause I, I specifically told him, I was like, you know, I look at someone like you or other people and I see them online socially and they look so figured out. They look like they know exactly what they're doing all the time and they're just, Oh no, we're all a hot mess. Right. Just, and they're uh, just, some of us fake it better right and they're just crushing it and just you know and he was like yeah he's like you know i i, uh, I have some things figured out but it was just interesting to, to talk because i was like wow i'm not the only one uh who in real life in my little uh office actually isn't as buttoned up as you might look at online so <laughs> i i'm just a hot mess no matter where it is yeah so, right but, uh, so a thousand different ideas and and it's uh yes. it's like herding cattle with me it's like Hey man, can you just can, can, let's pick some ideas here? Let's pick one and, and push forward with it. Yeah, you can ask my wife. Uh, I am there is no part of me that is put together either. So All right, exactly. <laughs> so aside from these things, um, you know, what are you doing uh, to keep yourself sane in the free time aside from the uh, entrepreneurial efforts? Um, you know, uh, not a lot. Uh, which is, I need to change that as well. Um, you know, I don't have a ton of outside, uh, hobbies, I guess. I mean, I consider what I do a hobby and a job. So that's a good place to be. And that's kind of why I left where I was at the agency job. Cause I didn't have that feeling. Um, I was really worried you were going to say friends there when you paused and that was going to feel really bad. Oh yeah. That's one that you, you're talking the show, right? The friend show. <laughs> No, no. Oh, oh, you, oh. You, you paused right after you said, I don't have a lot of, oh. and then you paused really long. And I was like, I don't, please don't say friends because I'm going to feel really bad asking oh, that question. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, man, I feel so blessed. I have so many great, uh, great people in my life. Um, but no. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I really just, I like to, I'm a big craft beer lover. Um, I guess that's a hobby. I don't know if beer's a I, hobby. Hey, right? no, that is a hobby. I was drink well. It's, it's gone not necessarily now. a craft beer. Yeah, so I was <laughs> uh, drinking one of the Fat Tire and Friends series. Hey, it's, um, that's better than just uh, now while we're talking. That's better, I'm, I'm, better than Bud Light. I'm a huge craft beer um, lover. Um, yeah, 
when we talk at WMC Fest, I think we should just talk just about that. Oh man, uh, yeah, this uh, you know being in North Carolina, the beer scene here is is insane. So um, there's so much. I can move there just for that. Huh? I could move there just for that. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, there's like literally a new brewery every two months. It's been in the last like year, it's been kind of crazy here, which has been really nice for a beer lover. So um, yeah, I like beer a lot. You know, I, I I haven't done it for years, so I can't say that I'm a. It's a it's a hobby anymore, but I used to love to do you know I guess would you would you consider oh, action, action sports? I used to oh action sports. I used to really love to do snowboarding and wakeboarding and stuff, but uh, I've reached a point and I haven't done it for years. But I've reached a point where I don't think my body can handle some of that stuff like it did in the younger years. <laughs> um, you know, we go biking uh, a lot. Uh, you need to talk to Alex Lazarus. He uh, he does not have that same uh, viewpoint. Oh oh yeah, he just does it. Oh, he's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I, I used to so, be. I've slowed down in my my older age, I guess. I turned uh, uh, thirty one last March, so I was. Uh, I've 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 lost a little bit of that spunk, anyways. Yeah, I got a decade on you, so <laughs> I lost a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm much more focused and driven to 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 build something than to go hurl myself off the side of a cliff anymore. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got things to. Both do. are scary, just in different ways. Right. I got things to do in life. <laughs> I can't be yeah. breaking my arm off the side of a off the side of something. So, no, yeah, that would uh, that would not do well with uh, being a screen printer. Oh no, I need both arms. I can't do it with one. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that you were a craft beer guy. So yeah, we'll definitely chat about uh, about that for sure. I could talk your ear off oh. about some craft beer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I I have not done had a chance to do it in a while, but I used to homebrew as well. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm. I'm Trying to find uh, it's been so long since I've done it. I don't have any all grain equipment anymore, so I'm trying to find a partial grain thing that I can kind of just do in my kitchen in a small batch. Right. Um, soon. We have a I have a really good buddy here who who homebrew who who still homebrews a lot, and uh, man, it's great going over there because he always has free beer. Uh, mm-hmm. He he wants you to drink it. He's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm trying to get rid of this stuff, so that's always awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I made five gallons of this stuff. Exactly. I was sick of it after a 12 pack. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Please drink this shit. Yeah. 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 That's so, cool. yeah, we'll definitely do that and we'll definitely uh, try to find some craft beers while we're up there, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ohio's definitely coming along. I don't really know too much in Cleveland. Well, I know there's, uh, what, there's Thirsty Dog up there, I believe, uh, Hoppin' Frog, but that's kind of an Akron, though. So I'm not really sure exactly in Cleveland, but we'll find something. I know there's something so up there. I'll have to research. Yeah, I've never spent an extended time. Even yeah. though I grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. Like I grew up in Minnesota. But I've never spent an extended amount of time in Ohio. Right. More than a couple days here and there. Mm. And at the time I was not old enough to drink, so mm. there's some crazy there's some crazy good stuff there now. So Cool. Well we'll we'll go hunting for it. Yeah. Uh well if you want a recommendation, I will say in Athens, Ohio, we were just there. Um it's called Jackie O's. Uh, uh-huh. you can edit this out or write it down or whatever you want to do, but you should definitely try, uh, to get some Jackie O's beer somehow. Cause it's amazing. Um, I'll find a way. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring you a bottle. We bought a ton of it. Uh, it's expensive though, but maybe I'll bring you a bottle up to what, uh, weapons if I can get it up there. Although I'm flying, <laughs> so I can't shoot. I give it and I take yeah. it away. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, off on a tangent, um, I learned the other day, speaking of flying, you know, the little mini like the airline bottles that yeah, you see yeah, yeah, that you can buy at the liquor store and all. Yeah. You can bring those on the plane. Is that right? So you can stop by the liquor store, 
get a bunch of that stuff because they're all under three ounces. Ah, you found a loophole in the system, my friend. I like your I, I like did. your style. Yeah, I'm always looking for loopholes. Me, Life hacks. I, somebody told me about it, and um, I am uh, thrilled. And since I am catching the red eye up next Thursday, huh. I am definitely going to uh, try that out. Hey, it'll save it'll save you what like ten, twelve bucks on a on the plane or whatever. They, I don't. I never. I never get those things. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how much bucks, they cost. Yeah. I, yeah, an outrageous yeah. amount. I'm sure. Based the way they look at me when I ask for the can of Coke, right. um, I don't want to know how much a drink actually costs on the plane. Right, exactly. No, I'm, I'm too busy trying. I get I get motion sickness a lot, so I'm not a big flyer. I don't like to fly a lot. Oh, really? Uh, but I'll get through it. You know, it, it's it's not that big a deal, but I definitely uh, have to make sure I hold my stomach in the whole the, the, during the flights. And so I don't really dabble with too much of that because it, it's going to send me over the top and i don't feel like using that bag and all that so um, no i thankfully i don't have that issue yeah um at least not on flights right um put me on a spinny ride and that it's chunk city but. oh yeah 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 <laughs> i used to do that stuff as a kid though so i don't know what happened but i just i used to <sighs> run from roller coaster to roller coaster with my buddy and the next thing you know i'm you know in my uh, turn 30 plus and and i just i don't know i can't handle some of this stuff i mean i can even get sick in the back seat of a car on a hilly road so it's uh i gotta be in the front seat to see the road and it's a mess <laughs> so <laughs> there's some personal info for everyone uh talking there about, we go yeah so wrapping up our run of tangents right um and being cognitive of our time right um where can people find more about you and more about humbly made brand yeah definitely so uh just humbly made and i don't know why What's that? Do you say do you say humbly made or humbly made brand? Yes. So I, I I put the brand on there uh probably in the last like year. Um, but I still just say humbly made, so you can say whatever you want. Um but it's just humblymade.com and then it's humbly made brand on pretty much everything. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh just humbly made brand. Um and yeah, so I, I you know, take the opportunity to invite anybody to reach out. Um my direct email is mitch at humblymade.com. If anybody's interested to uh, you know know more, want to print some shirts, I've started to offer some custom printing um, services to I, I see that on clients. the website now. Yeah, I just opened that up. Uh, that wasn't a rabbit hole I, event, I, I first wanted to do, but I uh, have opened that up. And uh, so do that. So reach out. If you guys want to collaborate or be part of it next year, um, I'd love to hear feedback. Uh, to make it better uh, since it is something I want to continue to do. So please reach out. My feedback is let me do a shirt. Yes. We I will. think that would make it so much better. We, we, we will talk. We will do a shirt. <laughs> I'm just going to shamelessly beer uh, fester you and beer shirt. I get one. There we go. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. I've, I've been wanting to do – my mind works so many too, in so many ways. I've, I've been wanting to do beer shirts because I like beer, but then I have a hard time wrangling it back in because I'm like – I know I do have one, but it's just like, all right, does it make sense moving forward for what I want to try to do now that I have a, a little better picture of what this brand's going to be? But Yeah, you can always do one-offs that are yeah. out of the norm, too. Or just series for everything, right? Like a beer series. Uh, maybe, that's maybe, a good idea. Maybe that's what it is. It's just a series site. Like you just get on there and you see a series of like 40 shirts for the same thing. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, maybe not 40 shirts. Um, well, that might be a little overkill, but... Right. You know, stick with the 12 theme, a beer a month shirt. And there you go. Go from there. There you go. We'll, so. we'll just change the whole thing and just call it like beer of, beer of the month club t-shirts. Yep. 
So somebody just needs to print an all black shirt with a white collar and just tell people it's Guinness. Done. You don't even have to print yeah. on the shirt. You just say it's a Guinness shirt and it's black and white. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> funny. It's the lazy version. <laughs> That's the lazy print man job. Sadly, probably someone has already done that. Oh, yeah. Abs- <laughs> it's my Guinness shirt. Absolutely. Cool. Well, Mitch, thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. Um, the, granted, this is going to go up after WMC Fest, but uh, looking forward to seeing you there and sure. grabbing some beers. Absolutely. And yeah. then, um, so we end every podcast by saying go out and hug some necks. So, would you like to take us out? Absolutely. Uh, go out and hug some necks. Great. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks for having me. find out more about mitch on twitter and instagram at humbly made brand and be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with him you can keep up with the podcast on twitter and our new facebook page at creative so pod and follow creative south on facebook twitter and instagram at creative south ga over at creativesouth.com and i'm at jay frostholm on dribble twitter and instagram For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CreativeSouth. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. Don't forget to head over to CreativeSouthGA.com right now to pick up your tickets for Creative South in April of 2017. We're looking forward to seeing you there and hugging some necks. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at Patreon.com slash CreativeSouth. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks.